0: entertaining and informative this is sit in friends in the morning 77 wabc hey! right, just a nice try he was the best he still is the best he'll always be the best folks whether it's 9 p.m weeknights right here on wabc or his own amazing website billoreilly.com great interviews great columns great tv there's nobody better his killing series is killing it he's 13 in He's got a new book coming out about the president from Washington right up to Biden. I can't wait to read that. And uh, he does an amazing job with me every Thursday at this time. The great Bill O'Reilly. Bill, good morning, buddy. How are you? I'm delirious. Why? Well, because it's such a busy
1: news week, my guy. I know.
0: I know. It's a lot I going mean, on. Uh, and
1: <laughs> Sid and friends, uh, New York's lucky to have you, right? You're running down all these big stories with a well, variety of opinions. Thank you. My uh, uh, news uh, operation... Um, Every time I turn around, I actually had to scold my staff this morning. Why? <laughs> um, because I I'm a guy who basically micromanages no. BillO'Reilly.com, I, I, and I delegate, and I have very skilled staff, and they're young. Um, but sometimes they wander into the land of um, not responding. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I don't <laughs> That's do- not a good land. No, no you got to – because I'm, I'm firing stuff at yep. them like boom, boom, yep. Boom, yep. boom, boom, boom. Yep. Just give you an example, I mean we're going to lead uh, and Common Sense tonight on WABC at 9 o'clock. Um, we're going to lead with the border stuff and because you've got dueling presidents down on the border trying to uh, – Biden's absolutely desperate. I mean people don't know how desperate the Democratic Party is right now. The American public does not know the chaos within that party, and then Trump's down there trying to exploit the situation. No doubt he is, um, you know, to try to build up his uh, credibility for November. And then you got um, the Hunter Biden stuff, the Q and A, which makes no sense whatsoever. I have a message of the day on BillO'Reilly.com right now um, to say that your father, because you have two kids, so do I. If my kids were amassing multi-millions of dollars, I think I would know it. (laughs) You
0: think so, yes.
1: I think they would take me out to dinner once Uh, in a while. That's right. Okay? Right. And this guy, oh, no, I don't know anything (laughs) about, you know, Sergeant Schultz is embarrassed (laughs) on this one. No. And so, I, you know, I have that. And then you have the unbelievable Supreme Court ruling. And I say unbelievable because... This is the only body in our country that's not political. People think it's a political body. And there's no doubt that the nine justices lean one way or the other uh, philosophically. But to take up uh, this immunity claim, which nobody has any idea about. I mean, when you go home today and you take the you, you're taking the boat home still, right?
0: hundred percent every day. OK,
1: so when you're on the boat. Um, you just You know, and somebody recognizes you, whatever. Um, just go, you know, what do you think of this immunity thing with the Supreme Court? I didn't know, blank, an
0: idea what you're talking about. Right. But it's huge. <laughs> it's huge. Yes, big win for Trump. It's a uh, big win for Trump. But then uh, he suffered a bad loss yesterday too because you just outlined the three biggest stories. Yeah. Without, of course, including the biggest local story, which goes back to a story you did just mention: immigration. I mean, now Eric Adams, sanctuary city, blah blah blah. But uh, not a big win for Trump yesterday when he found out that the judge was. Let me do this. Was not going to delay the four hundred and fifty million dollar penalty that Trump must post and or pay sometime in the next 10 to 15 days.
1: You know, I don't know. Here's why this is an impossible story to analyze. If it were me and I was Trump, I would try to get this out of New York state. I would try. I would be filing federal, Um, like selective prosecutions, my civil rights are being violated, to get it into federal court. And I assume that's what they'll do. Maybe they had to go through the process of New York to show the federal court that they're responsible. That could be it. But Donald Trump is never in a million years going to get a fair shot in New York State or New York City, ever. The system hates him. The fix is in. All of the Stormy Daniel stuff coming up is insane. And he's got to get it out of New York State. And I assume that's what his attorneys will do in the next week or so. Well,
0: that's what they're going to try to do. If they can do it, we'll see. But uh, going back to immigration for a second, you did mention the fact that the current president, Joe Biden, in uh, Texas today, in Brownsville, Donald Trump in Texas as well, Eagle Pass, both at the borders, and uh, one guy did a really good job with the borders, and one guy in power right now has done a remarkably horrendous job with the borders. You agree, Bill, that when you really boil everything down, I don't care if you're talking about economy, abortion, Israel, Ukraine, that immigration may be the topic, the subject, the issue that puts Donald Trump back on Pennsylvania Avenue?
1: Well, that's what he thinks. There's no doubt about it. And when you have two-year-olds being killed by Salvadoran migrants, allegedly, and when you have a 22-year-old, Lakin Riley, at the University of Georgia being slaughtered by a Venezuelan, allegedly, I mean, this now rises way up from a um, political issue to a public safety issue. Um, I have some stats for the WABC audience. Um Everybody get a pen and paper.
0: Well, hold on to those then. This is great. Okay. That's the perfect tease. Bill O'Reilly. Right, so, I love oh, stats. You're going to take a break now, right? Quick break. Well, we and come back, back with, with stats. stats. Okay. Yes. This is what they call, and no one knows it better than you, Bill, because you're the best ever. This is a great tease. When we get back, we got Bill O'Reilly's stats. I can't wait to have these myself. I'm sure you can't either. Bill O'Reilly coming right back. friends in the morning When oh, you play squeeze, Lou. You know, uh, O'Reilly's going to give us some stats. But before he gets to the stats, I have to say this about Bill. He's this legend, news guy, still is. But he's a great New Yorker. Let me tell you why. I have been to Shea Stadium, which some of you call City Field, which is stupid. I've been to Shea Stadium many times, courtesy of Bill O'Reilly. Already making plans for this season to watch a Met game. I have been to, I've seen Bill O'Reilly, I should say, at every big Islander game they've had, which is about two over the last five years. Oh, I get it. (laughs) Shut up, Lou. And just Saturday night at Madison Square Garden, Knicks and Celtics, I'm there with Gaby, who is sitting right in front of Corey and Jessica Zelnick, the great Bill O'Reilly. He is a great New Yorker. He's a big sports fan. He does all of it. So I want you to know that, Bill, that above and beyond the news stuff, which now you've distinguished yourself as the greatest ever, you're a real New Yorker, man. You're out there. You love all that stuff.
1: Yeah, that's one of the reasons I'm here and not in Fort Myers. I mean, (laughs) so who am I going to go to see in Fort Myers? (laughs) Hello, is that a hurricane
0: coming? (laughs) Well, you could move to to Miami. You could see when the Mets come to town or the Knicks. Yeah,
1: but I, I lived in Miami for two years teaching high school way back when. Yeah. Um, and it, it's a vibrant town, Um but you know the South Beach scene and Bill O'Reilly they're not real compatible. You know what I mean? I don't want to be crawling around at two in the morning uh, yeah. looking for preludes. That's yeah. I, I, not really me.
0: <laughs> not even me anymore either. I'm with you. So, uh but I want to get to those stats. Funny the stats uh, you were talking about before the break. You've got some stats. What yeah. are they, Bill?
1: Okay, so three years comparing Trump and Biden on border intrusions. Okay? So for Biden, 8.8, this is according to Border Patrol, 8.8 foreign nationals encountered U.S. border officials in three years under Biden.
0: 8.8 million?
1: Yes. Trump, 2.1. Wow. Wow. Quarter. 4 times more. So when I was on Cuomo last night on New Nation, uh, we're talking about dueling presidents going to the border, I said, I don't really understand what Biden's going to do down there. Is he going to go down and say, hey, sorry, I screwed up the border for three years? Is that what he's going to do? Apolo- is it an apology tour down there? And what he's going to do is blame Republicans for not passing uh, this immigration law, which I never would have voted for, because it doesn't solve the problem at Uh, And even Cuomo kind of admitted that, you know, if you had voted for uh, this Senate-driven immigration bill, which was absolutely designed to give Biden cover, uh, it's a Chuck Schumer bill. And if you had voted for that, nothing would have changed. A few of the numbers would have dropped. But it was essentially we're going to let hundreds of thousands of foreign nationals in we're going to let them go unsupervised, and it's going to cost more money to do it. that That's the bill. And, yeah, maybe we'll get around to building a little bit of a wall, but, yeah, we're not in any rush to do that. Why would you vote for that? You know, I've said this, and I don't want to be boring and repetitive. The only way to handle this thing, and this is the only way, is for a President Biden now, maybe Trump next year, to write an executive order that says the United States will not hear any more asylum claims for six months to a year so we can reorganize the immigration status of our country.
0: Right. Trump will do that. Uh, uh, Biden won't do it. So I'm going to stop you right there because I'm asked this question all the time, and you're smarter than me. Here's my answer. Why does Biden and all these Democrats, including mayors and governors in our cities and states, seem to welcome all these people in? Not that they're all bad, okay, the majority are good, but there's enough bad, there's enough bad, a dead Georgia student, and plenty of issues here in New York to stop it. There's enough bad, enough already. Why yeah, do they do look? It? The my, theory... my, my, my answer is because of votes, but it can't be that yeah, simple. That's the,
1: that's the working theory of, okay, if we open the borders, which the progressive left wants, and there's no doubt they do, don't want uh, anybody to be denied here. And that's everywhere in the world
0: now. Okay, But, but why? They, is it because they're good people? They care so much? I don't buy it.
1: Well, they think they do. I mean, they think they're, uh, you know, that kind of thing. But the calculation is 20 years down the road. The only way you change America from a white patriarchy, which is what the – Uh, progressive left believes that we're an evil country because white men run it. And we have to change that. And the only way you change it is to flood the zone with foreign nationals. See, that is the root of it all. When you get down to it, every progressive believes the same thing. America was founded on slavery. America is a racist country. America is run by greedy white men who hate minorities. You have to change that. The only way you change it is to flood the zone with millions and millions and millions of foreign nationals who will reject the white patriarchy. That is why this is happening.
0: Yeah, I saw um, Joy Reid. I don't know why I saw it. Oh, it was uh, maybe Jesse was playing it, Jesse Waters. Yeah, it was. And he was playing something from from Joy, who was on MSNBC, and she's black. And she was just going on and on, man, about what you're talking about, how white people. Well, oh, yeah. You don't want to hear from black people. You don't want to hear from Asians. You don't want to hear from Latinos. And going on and on. I mean, there's a theory out there, talking about theories, there are black people that say that it's impossible for a black person to be a racist. Well, I'm here to tell you. I'm going to say it for you, though. Sid Rosemary's going to say it. The biggest racists I know are black people. The biggest, and they're on TV, all of them. Al Sharpton, Joy Reid, and a host of others.
1: You know that. Well, I wouldn't say that. I'm going to disagree with you on that. Um, The activists of which Sharpton and Reid are, you know, obviously leading the pack, the activists who make money, Black Lives Matter, all of that, they are. There's no doubt in my mind, but I I have to tell you, I I mean, I'm going on 50 years in journalism and I've covered every story you could possibly cover in the world. And I have never really run into people of color resenting me for anything on the street. Now there are hardcore black Panther people, you know, we know what happened in the sixties with that movement. And, and we know that, that, There are precincts that don't like white people. Yeah. But I don't think it's a monolithic movement in the African community, African-American community. I could be wrong in that, but that's my experience
0: personally. Well, you've been out there, so you would know better than me. I just, you know, every time I put on the television. Yeah,
1: I can't tell you how many stories I've done in black neighborhoods. Right. Right. (laughs) <laughs> um, uh, where I had to walk into really dangerous situations. No, I'm
0: not talking about black people in general. In fact, I think yeah, uh, they get a mean, they get the a bad rap. Of the problem. I'm talking about when I, every time I put on a TV show, not the, not civilians. Every time I put on a TV a TV show and there's a black person talking, they come up as a racist almost every well, time. That's
1: because the media wants that. I mean, the media does. I had Jason Whitlock on last night on the. Uh, he'll be on the No Spin News tonight. I taped him. Um, and Woodlock is kind of a conservative African American, yes, he and is. he's appalled by yep, yep. the Joy Reads of the world. But you gotta understand it's all about money. Yeah. I've known Sharpton forever. Sharpton, can I tell, do we have time for a Sharpton story?
0: Absolutely.
1: All right. And I don't think I've ever told this story in the media before. So Sharpton I used on the O'Reilly Factor occasionally because, you know, it was a debate back and forth. And, uh, we went out to dinner one night. And we went to uh, Sylvia's in Harlem, the famous African-American restaurant Bill, in Harlem.
0: Bill Clinton loves it there.
1: Okay. <laughs> and at the dinner, uh, Sharpton Shur, uh, was lamenting that he didn't have enough money through the National what is Action Network. I Correct. think that's what it is. That's it, yes. To buy turkeys for the poor people at Thanksgiving. And he goes, gee, I'm really in a in a bind because we do this every year, but we don't have any money. So I gave him
0: $25,000 to buy the turkey. Which, by the way, is very nice.
1: Very nice. And I told him, I don't want you to tell anybody about it. Right. I said, I'll fund the turkeys for the, for the people. And so I did. Now, I did a radio commentary when I was doing a radio factor on my visit to Sylvia's with the caveat that I was trying to explain to my 90-year-old grandmother, lived in Teaneck, New Jersey, that there wasn't any difference between going to an African-American restaurant in Harlem and the restaurant that she goes to in Teaneck. It was just the same restaurant, Grandma. It was the same, you know, people mm-hmm. were having a good time, people were – there's so, no difference. Yeah. I got accused by Media Matters of being a racist, talking down. You know, like I was surprised there was no difference between right, Sylvia's right, and right. another right, white-owned. Okay, that's what Media Matters does. Right.
0: But here's Eight, the good news, right? You're, you're about to tell me that your friend Al Shorten, who just gave 25000 to, came to your rescue, right?
1: He did not. <laughs> and they asked him. And they asked him, and he goes, yeah, that sounds racist to me. What? Yeah.
0: Is that true? That would I tell you if it wasn't? That's a, cause I gotta tell you, I keep hearing on the street and he you know, it's not and he's not here to say yes or no, that your friend um well of course you are now these days, but Sean Hannity is kinda tight with Charlton. That's what I hear. Look,
1: look all I know is I don't care about skin color. I felt bad that these poor wow. people weren't going to get Thanksgiving dinner, wow. and I stepped up. Yes, you did. Yes, and you did. he Sharpton, the nose that I don't care about skin color, and I'm going to cover the story the way the story lies, and I don't care who's involved with it. Okay, he knows that. So when asked about me and Sylvia's, all he had to do was go, look, that's my, not my experience with O'Reilly. Wouldn't do it. That's that's He's playing wow. to a
0: crowd. Yep, yep. That is the highlight of today's show, I must tell you, Bill. I'm so glad you shared that story. What a cowardly move. I'm not surprised, but and congratulations to you for doing a beautiful thing, mind you. But I wish I could say I was surprised. I'm just not. I'm just not. No, I'm I'm it's
1: a tough world out there, and, um, you know, there are racist Americans, obviously, of all colors. Right. And, and if you are one, you know, you need to step back and figure that out. Uh, particularly if you're a Christian or a Jew, right. where the philosophy is Judeo-Christian philosophy, look, we're all created in the image of God. Period. That's it? That's it. If you're a Christian or a Jew and you're a bigot and, and wailing on people because of their skin color, you got to resign. You can't go to temple or uh, or mass. <laughs> yeah, you gotta well, submit your resignation. But right.
0: but you can go to um. I guess you can go to confessional, right? And then do that. Yeah,
1: but you know, people. That's that's another thing here. People think, ah, you know, I can do the horrible things of
0: run into <laughs> right. confession.
1: I said, that I thought okay. it is. No, that's not the way it works. Yes, it
0: is. The priest can tell you to do forty or fifty Hail Marys and you go home. That's it. No, yeah, but you go home, but you still got to pay a price for that. What you do. Unless you live in New York, you don't have to. You don't even go to jail. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, Dennis Miller's line was he doesn't go to confession anymore, but if he did, he'd go, you first. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a great line. <laughs> you first. <laughs> Dennis Miller. Bill, this was uh, a one for the ages, I must say. An epic appearance. I love you. Thank you so much.
1: All right, Sid. Always fun. Thanks for having
0: me. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was great, Bill O'Reilly. That Sharpton story is money, and that this metal line's a great one too.